right, I need somebody who can explain Fortnite to me in a way that I will understand because so far nobody's doing a good job. What is Fortnite? I'm going to tell you what I know, but uh, I need somebody who really knows. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Okay, so Bradley, what are you laughing at? Because Sonny? if if teen if there's teenagers listening to this, I know. their minds are blowing. No, but right th- I know my children's minds are blowing right now because so my children hear- are my children are eleven, and then I have two eight year olds, and they talk about Fortnite constantly. So what? It's a game of some game. kind. Mm-hmm. It's a game. So where do they play this game? Well, that's so they play it on. You can play it like on Xbox. They they have like game they are on many gaming platforms, like your PlayStation, your Xbox. Yeah. And then there is a mobile version as well. So you can play it on, I think, your phone or your iPad or your whatever tablet. Sonny, you have a son, right? I have a daughter. A daughter. Oh, why does she get a son? No, it's okay. She... It's okay. She, but she knows, too, and I yeah. I haven't quite got a clear description. It's like a secret society. I know. So that's why I need somebody who understands to call 651-641-1071. Okay, so this is what, when I ask my 11-year-old and my two 8-year-olds, this is, they'll say, can can we get Fortnite? And we are, by the way, the so worst parents ever. Like online, yeah. or you go to the Target and buy it? Both, I think. Oh. Like, because you can buy... You know that on your gaming systems, you don't have to actually go you don't physically buy cartridges. Buy cartridges. Anymore? You can, oh. but you don't have to. Why would you then? What's well, the I think if you don't have a lot of memory or whatever oh, on your, but like on our PlayStation, we can just download certain. Sure, games. I mean I can do that on my like Apple right. TV, which we think is really nice because like on a really snowy day, we don't want to go out. We want them to have a new game that they can play or whatever they earned it in a reward. We just download it. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, my point is this. When I ask my 11-year-old and my two 8-year-olds, they go, can we play Fortnite? And I go, well, tell me about it. What is it? What I understand is there's weapons and there's shooting. Okay. And I'm like, oh, no, then no. So it's just a shoot 'em up game. Yeah, and I'm like, no. Like, what's that one that we people used to always do with the shooting, shooting things? Um, like, there's a game that everybody used to, war, not World of Warcraft, because it's like alien, or uh, like trolls and things, right? Oh, I don't know. I see. But there's I don't a shoot 'em up game. Problem. I am. I have the last time I was interested in a video game, and I think calling them video games probably indicates how old I am. Yes, it does. Was mm-hmm. Tomb Raider on my PlayStation Two? Yeah. See, we're far beyond yeah. that now. What is it? PlayStation Thirty Six. I, yeah, or I think ninety two. But here's then. Okay, so then it got more interesting. This whole what is Fortnite business? Because my kids. We're like dance, doing dances and they looked choreographed. And I was like, oh, where did you like learn that? that dance? And Keller's like, that's Orange Justice. And I'm like, what is Orange Justice? He goes, it's from Fortnite. And then I'm like, what? There's dancing in this? So there is that are... like a like that game, that Japanese dancing game thing? No. Where you have to like match the Dance moves? Dance Revolution? Yeah. No, no, oh. it's not like that. Because there's still the shooting happening. So, you're so I'm shooting trying to understand dancing? why they're shooting and then there's where dancing. Where are they learning the dancing? I, on YouTube. See, this is why it gets. Why so are they crazy. on YouTube? They are supposed to be on Xbox. Oh, they're laughing. I can hear. I know the teenage they are. But the, my kids laugh at me because I'm like, I don't. Oh, you get guys it. don't understand. It's so easy. Okay, here are well, some actually, of the dances. It doesn't sound very easy. Orange at all. Justice, Electro Shuffle, Flapper, Floss, Tidy. But where are those games looks, showing up? 
where are those games showing or up? Or where are those dances showing up? On YouTube, up? because people take... But are, is it because the characters are dancing the in the game? The characters do dance. I guess. Nobody knows The characters sure. do dances, <laughs> and then people try to imitate the dances. So then there's this whole entire kind of movement of people trying to move like the dancers on the video game. Okay, apparently Dylan is going to be able to tell oh, us what I Fortnite is. I Dylan is under the age of 20. I don't know. <laughs> Dylan, Hi. Hi, how's it going? Um, hi, uh, not well. Can are you, you an expert? Can you explain yes, this Fortnite okay, business so and why the are they dancing and shooting? <laughs> no, so dancing, uh, it's called emotes. So everybody gets emotes. Some are free and some you have to buy. But Fortnite's a free game, so that's why it's everywhere. And it pertains to young children, to adults of all ages. So, um, and the shooting part is, so there's a battle royale mode and then there's like a survival mode. So like... The, the battle royale, which is the last player standing wins, so you drop in on an island, and there's 100 people, and it's a free-for-all, or you can play in squads of four people of your friends, and you go and try to be the last one standing. There's no blood, there's no gore. It's just like when you get shot, you just go back to the lobby. So Okay, you, ju- I, yeah. Dylan, so I want to say thank you. There were about four things I still don't understand. So okay. the lobby and what it, the heck an emo so is. So basically, okay. so basically, it's two modes of the game. If you just want to like kill everybody else, awesome. You get points for that, or like, what's the goal? No, the goal is is just to be the last one standing. That's it. Like you just get a little victory royale banner, and you 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 win. That's it. It's nothing like special. You get whatever XP and you can level up your person. And then what's the what's the other mode? The other mode is uh, survival mode. So like there's a storm. Well, there's storms in both modes, but then there's like zombies and stuff and you can shoot zombies. Wow. Somebody made a so lot of money like, inventing like, this. That's more like a, uh, like what do they call that? Role play? And like, you know, where you have, there's like game? a story. Is yeah. So there's a story mode and then there's like an online mode. And, and the online mode is free. So that's why everybody plays the online mode is because everybody has access to it and you don't have to pay for anything. Oh, Now, where do the dances come in? The dances come in, so, like, there's celebration or you can, like, taunt people with it or, yeah, it's funny. There's a lot of funny ones. <laughs> I, wow. Dylan, thank how you. How much time, I, can I just ask him how much time, how much time do you play Fortnite? Um, way too much for a 21-year-old. That works full time. I'm telling you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dylan. I'm telling you, this is like infiltrating my life on every level because (laughs) my kids aren't allowed to play it and they think I'm a terrible mother and I'm a mean person. What what are your boundaries with this game? Because I feel like the first thing you need to do as a parent is understand what's going on and then decide like how you're going to deal with it. So So what's what's your response? Well, I, what do you mean? Like, why Why are they not allowed to no, play? No, no, no. Like, so how have you responded to them? You're saying you don't let them play. So, no. But they do the dances and watch videos or yeah, something? Yeah, they just watch the dances on video. Uh, and so then they can do the dances because everybody's talking about it. And so they want to be able to engage with everybody, but they know they're not allowed to play. And so I'll say, you you guys don't get to play that game. We're not downloading that game. And they go, but Ethan does it. And I go, and I'm not Ethan's mom. That's my response to everything when they say, but so-and-so does it. I'm not that person's mom. I'm your mom. What I don't like about, I'm sorry, they did not do themselves any favors when they sold it to me by telling me that it was a shoot em up. That, it's a, that they have to shoot people until they're the last one standing. Now, to Dylan's point, there's no blood, there's no gore. My kids tried to use that as an argument with me, and I'm like, yeah, but there is in real life. And so... 
It's not cool. So, yeah. So that's just like, that's a house rule. Yes. Um, Jesse did send this, like, I thought this is interesting. See what you have to do with this. She says, I tried to call in the show, but it wasn't going through. Fortnite is basically a shooter game. You go into it, 99 other players. We kind of learned this, right? On mm-hmm. the island, you can use a hammer-like tool that everyone has to collect resources to make things like ramps, walls, and barricades. The whole point is to be the last man standing, so blah, blah, blah. Then she goes on to say, or he, there's a large storm around the island that progressively shrinks in world that forces all the players closer and closer to each other. I mean, so it's the Hunger don't just Games. Hide around the corner and make the game last too long. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It's the Hunger okay. Games. Yeah, I mean, it's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game that we just heard from Dylan. He plays way too much. Yeah, I, that gets in your brain. I'm sorry, it just does. I'm not for it. I, I know I sound like it's a prude. the devil's work. No, don't play it backwards, kids. I don't kids. think it's the devil's work, but I do think that I I can't. I have too much to say about it. But I just nobody has been able to explain it to me in a way that makes me go, oh, okay, well, I understand why everybody wants to play that game, and, and I, also the dancing. And I know we got to run, but. Have you ever thought of like you and your husband sitting down and playing it to see what, because it sounds like it's free, so it wouldn't cost you anything. No, because I also know how he and I operate and we could easily get sucked into. Well, that's true. And I don't want to do that. And then you'll get caught. I won't because I I have, (laughs) I have tried to play games before and I'm like, okay, I've now spent four hours trying to understand Minecraft. Minecraft, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pretty sure I've lost those out productivity hours. So Absolutely, my, I cannot leave this world thinking I'm so glad I played all those video games. No, you guys, I agree. That said, I will spend inordinate amounts of time watching Antiques Roadshow. So, really, you know, either live in the future, whatever or live in the works past. for you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, we got to get the Gooper Scoopers together because uh, they're doing something over at Goop. That's the Gwyneth Paltrow uh, lifestyle brand that we've got to judge, frankly. Hey, and by the way, I'm in a giving mood before we go to break. I'd like to give away another gift certificate, another restaurant gift certificate. This is in honor of to celebrate MSP Magazine's Summer Restaurant Week. I'd like to give away a gift card to Holman's Table. This is a great restaurant that is in an, uh, uh, it's actually on the airfield in St. Paul. So you can watch the private jets come in and go out and just enjoy a really lovely meal at Holman's Table. 651 We'll give that away to caller number five. And we'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Hi. Well, hello there. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, we are here with you in this moment. That's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, when we, I don't know, Sonny, I forgot to give you a heads up on this. I don't know if you're prepared. We have a special sounder when we convene this particular club. Okay. Um, and you know what? Why don't I find it? Okay. Uh, but every once in a while on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, uh, everything entertainment, we have to. Have a little conversation about Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. and her friends on her lifestyle website. It's called Goop. We like to give them heck, and uh, we call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goop. Goopa, 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 Goopa. That's just what they 
Oh, what's she up to this time? It's not just Gwyneth Paltrow. It's the whole entire website. Okay, did you see this story? I found this article. I have. There's a lot of things I have not seen, Bradley. <sighs> Gwyneth, Pal- Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop is now using misleading scientific labels to appear legitsky. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait, hold, just hold a moment. Yeah. If I let me just see if I got this right. The website who has been uh, spouting off fake science, trying to appear to be legit for yoni, years. Yoni eggs, coffee enemas. Steaming, yoni steaming. Yeah. Uh, stickers that will make you less anxious. Yeah, sticker, literally yeah, stickers. It's a sticker. Um, they've been uh, spouting off the fake science, well, trying to appear legit. Now are you making fake labels for things? Well, so they because they've be gotten legit. a lot of criticism, mostly from us. Yes. Right. Because, you know, clearly they're paying attention to what we're saying. But a lot of other people who've taken them to task, namely scientists, uh, you know, doctors and people who use science to live their lives. And they're like, yeah, so you guys are doing fake science and you're really selling people snake oil. And and Goop has really been defensive about it. So they were like, well, we'll show you. We'll label things clearly so you can't say to us we're not, you know, being forthright with people about our practices. Mm -hmm. And so they've created labels in the following order for your enjoyment. So there are and when I say labels, I'm saying on the content on their website, it is now labeled or will will intentionally be labeled the following either for your enjoyment there probably aren't going to be peer-reviewed studies about this, but it's fun, and there's merit in that. That's what they say. Yeah, fun is good. Ancient modality. This practice is nearly as old as time. Many find value in it, even if modern-day research hasn't caught up yet. It's possible the practice will never attract its attention. So what they're trying to do is say, like, oh, it's ancient. It must be valuable. Yes, because they, they used you know it way back ancient? then. Domestic violence. Okay. Anyway. Um, wow, you went straight there. <laughs> murder, too, also very Well, there's ancient. a lot of ancient things that we don't we also don't use anymore. Oh, let's eat each other. Because you know why? They didn't work. Uh, so, and again, this is like a scale. So for your Dinosaurs, enjoyment. Dinosaurs, also ancient and dead. <laughs> They're justified and they're (laughs) ancient for your enjoyment basically is like there is nothing real here. Ancient modality like, ooh, it's old, Uh but not real. Then there's speculative but promising. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. There's momentum behind this concept, though it needs more research to elucidate exactly what's happening. Okay, then it goes to supported by science. There's sound science for the value of this concept and the promise of more evidence to come soon that may prove the impact. No, that means like there's maybe a thin veneer of sciencey type stuff, but not really. But they haven't done any science on it to really prove it. But this sounds kind of sciencey. So there and at the tippy top, it's rigorously tested. The validity of this concept is pretty much undisputed within the worlds of MDs, DOs, NDs and PhDs. So I think they're trying to say that at the top you have like legit science. Okay, so that's a pretty empty but, space on the website. But, well, I was going to say like three quarters of every or one, two, three, four, four out of the five labels mm-hmm. are basically like this is snake oil. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that people are really going to look at labels because. They're not. I, I mean, because they weren't before either. Yeah. That's the thing. Just because they put a label on it doesn't make people any more or less likely to um, read it as though it's gospel. That's part of the problem in the world that well, we live in today is people do not check their sources. No, and, and these labels give the intent, like when people are like, oh, they label things. Well, it doesn't matter that they label things because... Um, just because you say you give it a label doesn't mean it's more rigorous. Right. The label is three or four out of the five labels are like, this is crap. Yeah. You can't believe any of this. So now we know So the majority anyway. of it is crap. Still doing the goop thing over at the Gooper Scoopers. Yeah, there you go. When we come back, we've got D-bags for you. Lord and Lady D-bag on my talk. One. All right. Celebrities are behaving badly. They keep doing it. And we're thankful for that because yeah. it provides we us some content and we feel a little better about ourselves <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley that's not show. Positive. God knows that's what we need, really, right, Bradley? Yeah, well, to feel better some about days, ourselves. Some days it feels good to just look down the nose of celebrities. So we like to call these celebrities out on or look down the nose at celebrities, because I don't want to look down their nose. That's weird. Sorry. I have more to say about that, but I can't. So this is the Kalina Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And this is your Lord and or lady D bag presenting Lord and lady douchebag of the day. Okay. Well, we've been alluding to this. Uh, I've got a frequent flyer for you. We've been alluding to this the last couple days because yesterday I talked about Kylie Jenner a little bit and kind of just the idiotic things she's been saying out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about her actual mouth because that is what's making her a D-bag today. She's a lying liar who tells lies. Oh, what did she lie about now? She says, you know, that she had her lip fillers removed. She oh, yeah, says yeah. she dissolved all of her lip fillers and she's sporting a quote, more natural look. Um, I want to tell you something. I want you to look at a side by side picture. Uh, and there is one that you can see in this article that I've given to you, Bradley, mm-hmm. of 
Kylie Jenner today on the right and Kylie Jenner with her lip fillers on the left. Now, I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say that you, Bradley Trainer, have worn makeup in your life. Yeah. No, I've I've done a I can tell you what's going on. Uh-huh. But thank just- you. I I'm hoping you're gonna say the thing that I know is also going on. So Bradley Trainer uh, has worn makeup and I don't mean <laughs> I've done drag just say drag I'm getting like, there yeah you we have taken a burly manly looking man and turned him into a beautiful, beautiful woman lady. do you have pictures oh yeah oh, yeah. oh Sonny, do you not know this I don't know I'm, I'm in his okay we gotta stick a pin in that <laughs> just wait if I'm gonna blow your mind in the yeah because if Sonny doesn't realize this uh Bradley has a very close personal friend mm-hmm uh, she's a woman named Wanda Wisdom. Okay. Wanda Wisdom usually resides behind a microphone, but on occasion, Wanda has gone out into the public. Uh, and Bradley knows her intimately. Yeah. Her public very well. her on occasion. So. so the point is this. Bradley Trainer has dabbled in the makeup arena. I know lips. So you know how sometimes makeup can make things appear one way or another way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you look at these side-by-side pictures of... Can whatever Jenner, Kylie, Kylie. <laughs> Kylie Jenner, uh, saying that she's dissolved all of her lip fillers. What are you actually seeing? Well, um, I can tell you, I don't know what this latest incarnation is all about, but when you look at like what she used to look like and then the progression of her face, you can see that, you know, in the beginning, she just looks like a cute, freckle faced, mm-hmm. you know, thin lipped for the most part, young girl. I mean, normal lips. It's not like she was missing lips, um, but just, you know, m- m- not super plump lips, right? right? And she just would wear gloss over the top. Well, now she's, you know, part of the Kardashian empire, so she's got to have peanut butter lips or some sort of nude shade yep. uh, lip. Um, and they must be voluptuous. And then you can see there was a point at which she she realized her lips were not super voluptuous, so she started penciling in. And that's what a drag queen would do. Yes. is And most people just aren't paying attention. But if you have thin lips, you can draw the pencil anywhere you want and then fill in with lip color. And then it looks like your lip is bigger. Um, Well, that's only sustainable for a while. And, uh, you know, under the right lighting, it might look amazing, but not always. So then you just shove your lip full of fillers. And that's what she's done in addition to, you know, um, adding a little flair with with a lip liner. So I think, you know... um, it's lip tricks. Oh, it's it's certainly lip tricks. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, because I thought, right, she can really dissolve a lip filler. Come on. Well, I did Google it. It is possible, but it is not an exact science. And it is not like something like if you go through a breast reduction, say, and there's a surgical uh, response to it. And you, you know, it's tried and true. And there are surgeons who have expertise in this arena. It's not like that. It's like kind of. They've got some sort of enzyme that they will inject into your lips and it will dissolve some of the filler over three sessions. And no, it's not. She's not doing. Trust me. She's just doing different things with her makeup. Yeah. I was born at night, but I was not born last night. Well, thank you. You're absolutely right. I've said my piece. Um, But can I also just um, double down on on. On Kylie, sure, being a D bag because I actually was going to make somebody else my D bag, Lena Dunham. It's a long story. We'll get to it another day. But I did want to say, I, as I was trolling through social media today, I came across this story from Enti Lawyer. Enti Lawyer is the guy who publishes a lot of blind items, mm-hmm. and he posted this tweet 
Um, and it's all about uh, this Forbes piece on Kylie Jenner. And did you know that according to Forbes, Kylie Jenner is soon going to be the youngest self-made billionaire. Oh my gosh. Forbes estimates her She's cosmetics 20. company alone is worth $800 million. And unlike a lot of rubes who uh, you know have licensing agreements with companies, she owns 100% of this $800 million company. And here was the tweet, and I just thought, wow, this is perspective, man. What's remarkable is she took a product people were paying $5 for and loving and convinced, uh, or say, people were paying $5 for and loving and convinced them to pay five times more than that just because her name was on it. No other difference from the original product, which you can still, by the way, get for $5. That is influence. I cannot. So, like, I want to be angry at her, but at the same time, there is just something American genius about it that she was able to take something that everybody else was paying $5 for. And, of course, she wasn't the first that overpriced makeup products, right? right? But in her particular case, was then able to trans was just by the power of her name, right? add, uh, you know, an increase of five times in value, and then become the world's youngest self-made billionaire. Like, she didn't, I mean, she probably had a lot of help getting where she is, of course. But she made a billion dollars I, that, before she's 21. I, I, I find it, I appreciate the respect you have for that. I mean, if I that was your child, you'd be like, go, go, go. Actually, I'd be like, go, 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 put that in my bank account. But I honestly, I don't, how do I say this without sounding like ungrateful? There's something to me that's a little bit scary about a 20 year old having that kind of money. If she, I mean, hopefully her parents are all over it. I feel like with that family, look, we know the family. There are deep issues with that family. Yes. But business. Uh, mismanagement is not one of those issues. At least it hasn't been so thus far that we know of. Yeah, like there there are some other issues that that family that I would criticize them about. But when it comes to like money making, I why would I criticize them? They have been disgustingly successful. You might not like the product, <sighs> or you the might people. not like the fact that people are willing to do that. But I mean, are they doing anything different than any other company is doing? Probably not. And the fact that she was able to harness that before the age of twenty one. I was drunk and not finishing my homework. At you know 21. what I call that when you see somebody who is younger than you are, who has accomplished far Depressing? more. I call it the Tara Lipinski syndrome because when I was like 16 or 17, I don't even remember. And Tara Lipinski was winning gold medals and she was 14. Yeah. I remember, or maybe I was even in my twenties. I remember being like, I've done nothing. I don't even, I, how does a person do that? I feel miserable about myself. This is totally depressing. When somebody who's, she's literally half my age. Yeah. And she took some cover girl and made it into Kylie girl. And now she's sitting on billions. Well, see, this is why then, you know, when we're uh, biatching about uh, Reese Witherspoon, for example, you know, you can't blame her in a way because like everybody, I'm sure everybody around her is like, you've got this brand. It's amazing. Yeah. You need to really just, people want this. They need it. And really, you know, I mean, you may not like it, but it's. They're hustling. Where's your hustle, man? I, just, I left it. 
somewhere. I can't find yeah. it. I've been looking for it. All you do is sit around and bitch on the radio. Blah, blah, blah. But that's your hustle and that's okay. Thank yeah, you, Sonny. That's my brand. That's my hustle. hustle. That's Make my brand. my money. Although I ain't Don't <laughs> self-made <knock> my billionaire. <laughs> Like, it's just taking a little you know, longer. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Thousand dares. <laughs> Whatever. Thousand dares. Hundred dares. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, speaking of self-made and then self-destroyed, we're going to talk about Roseanne. Yeah, that story's not over yet, you guys. Roseanne had an interview and now doesn't have an interview. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, here we are, July 11th, and we're still talking about Roseanne Barr on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Also, you can listen to us on the wonderful My Talk app where we celebrate Happy July. Uh, all you have to do is download the app, register yourself on the app, and every day you open that app and listen to My Talk 1071, you are entering yourself in a contest to win $107. We're giving it away every weekday only on the MyTalk 1071 app. And you can find that in your app store. Uh, so, Bradley, why are we talking about Roseanne again? Well, I'm bummed. She decided not to do an interview we thought we she was going to do. I think it would have been the right thing to do. Um, I can tell you what that all means. But basically, I'm kind of bummed because Roseanne Barr, of course, uh, ceremoniously, and by ceremoniously, I mean racistly, yeah. removed herself from the world of relevance uh, by tweeting some just horrible things. Uh, you know that story probably. And you know that ABC has decided to reboot uh, the Roseanne series following her controversial attack uh, without her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said something recently that perked everybody's ears up or perked everybody's ears. To my wonderful fans who I treasure and love, who have carried me these past weeks when I was too weak to carry myself, I will be doing a TV interview this week. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. That was on the 8th, so a few days Uh ago. And since uh, we've learned, this was a couple days ago, after a lot of thought, I've decided that I won't be doing any TV interviews. Too stressful and untrustworthy for me and my fans. I'm going to film it myself and post it on YouTube next week. Uh, with the entire explanation of what happened and why. I love you all. Sign up and get ready. Okay. Before you go any further, can I tell you what I am taking issue with? And this won't come as any surprise to you. It's the following. I decided that I won't be doing any TV interviews. Too stressful and untrustworthy for me and my fans. If I'm going to try to unpack that, what I hear her saying is basically that the interviewer will try to paint her in a negative light and she wants control of the narrative. And that's why she's chosen to, and I quote, film it myself and post it on my YouTube channel the next week to film the entire explanation of what happened and why. Yeah. Okay. Roseanne, you've had your opportunity to tell your story in your way. What an interviewer is going to do is ask you difficult questions. Your answer to those questions will communicate a lot of things to the people who are paying attention to the interview. Yep. You can't control the narrative of this. You just can't because it's it was it happened in a public forum and you suffered publicly and we deserve to have the story told and have the questions answered that we the public have. Well, and to a certain extent, yes. However, I would also say that she gets to pick who the interview is with. She gets to pick what she's comfortable talking about. I mean, she, there is a way that she could control things, 
the reason I think this interview would be good is because, A, I think people need to see a discussion about the issues that she uh, raised. Now, I don't mean she like raised them like, oh, you know, with a thoughtful purpose in mind. No, but the issues she, that came about because were, of her choices. There were very important issues we could all discuss Yeah, that her uh, racist tweets brought up. And I think that it's actually a healing thing. Um, you know, maybe for her, but also just for people listening. I think it's important. Like, pe- we could just really explore some stuff that's uncomfortable. And of course, she's not going to just, it's not going to be super easy peasy for her, nor should it be. But, you know, from sort of a celebrity standpoint, if she's trying to re uh, imagine herself or try to ameliorate some of the damage that was done, you know, it, it goes a long way to show some contritions, some humility, yeah. some growth, some willingness, like all of those things that she would get in an interview like this would benefit her. But, you know, for me, I think the biggest takeaway is that it would allow people to sort of understand what happened to hear people challenge, you know, the excuses that she makes, um, like all of that stuff would be really good. Right. And the problem with her going to YouTube is, and I think the tell is in the last part of that statement that she makes um, when she says, um, I will film it myself and post it on YouTube channel next week. The entire explanation of what happened and why I love you all sign up and get ready, which I, it seems like a very cynical decision where she's like, well, I'm going to control the story. Sure. But I'm also going to do it on my YouTube channel, which might be my only outlet going forward. So I might as well get a bunch of people to sign up on my dumb YouTube channel right. so that I can then have an instant audience and make money off of it. Like right. that's, that's the cynical ploy that seems to be winked at in that tweet. And that, that to me is equally depressing as just the fact that, she's not going to confront anything difficult. No. And that's what I, to me, that is the biggest shame in all of this is that, um, a good interviewer would have not been trying to paint her into a corner. And that's sort of what she sounds like. She's saying is like, you know, that it would be stressful and untrustworthy for her to have to, she doesn't trust anybody who would be interviewing her, but a good interviewer isn't trying to, um, isn't trying to manipulate how the public sees her. A good interviewer is trying to ask difficult questions that get to the nut of what exactly happened. Now, you or I, Bradley, when we've made a mistake, we've certainly been able to finesse how that happened, you know, in our life, in our brains, right? Like anybody can tell themselves a story to make ourselves look the best. Sure. What I'm saying is Roseanne is going to tell her story to make her look the best. You know, she'll, She'll apologize, but there will be an excuse attached to the apology, oh, yeah. right? I mean, she's going to say like how hard it's been for her. Again, just I don't think that's going to serve her long term. Right. Um, doing this video uh, herself. I think she would her career if if we care about that. And most people would probably say, I don't care about Roseanne nor her career going forward. And that's totally legitimate. But if, you know, just from a Hollywood perspective, I would say if you do care about your career and your future, um, you might actually just want to have a moment where you show contrition, you show humility and and you answer questions that are not easy. That are not the ones that you would want to answer. Absolutely. Um, That is a shame. That's unfortunate that she uh, that she's chosen to do that. So where do I need to sign up Uh, on her YouTube? I'm kidding. I'm not signing up. She has like 18,000 followers but no very new videos so again it makes me wonder if she's going to try like i'm going to try to be a you know just like you see all these other disgraced um performers entertainers hosts 
they sort of go to Facebook or they go to YouTube because yeah. then they think like, oh, I can just, you know, bring my audience over here. The only problem is that's not really how it works. And I don't know how many people are going to go searching out, um, you know, Roseanne Barr's YouTube. Page. Here's what'll happen. I'll just tell you what, how, how people are going to get this information. We're going to take the most important parts out of it and share them with you. So you don't have to sit through the whole thing. I mean, you'll whatever she does on her YouTube channel will be publicized. People will use clips of it on the news or on your favorite talk shows or in podcasts or whatever. You're, you'll have access with it to it without having to search it out and watch the whole thing is what I'm saying. And we'll probably access it for you. Uh, for certain. Can I, um, can we give a little heads up about what's about to happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you, yeah, you set the table. Okay. Get out the fine china. I was going to say, um, we're all going to eat. No, uh, we have a very special guest who's going to join us in the uh, next segment. Her name is Erin. And she is responsible for an organization called With Purpose. Now, some of you may have heard this organization, but many of you probably haven't. And I'm excited that she's going to come on and tell us a little bit about With Purpose and a particular event that they're putting together in a couple weeks that I get to be a part of called Fight for 5K and Fun Run. Uh, or it is a Fight for 5K and a Fun Run, um, along with some other really fun stuff that benefits With Purpose. But then you're like, well, what is what With Purpose, right? Right. Who is Erin? Well, Erin is a friend of mine. She is the niece of another friend of mine. And she had a or has a well had a son named Sam who passed away um, very early in life at the age of five from um, a brain cancer, a very rare form of brain cancer. And his life really motivated her to create this organization that helps uh, transform the way we think about and uh, approach childhood cancer, because so few childhood cancers have enough research dollars. Childhood cancer is really an undervalued um, area of research, meaning companies, you know, pharmaceutical companies, et cetera, don't invest a lot of money in childhood cancer research. But With Purpose really aims to sort of change that dynamic. So she's going to come in, tell us a little bit about the event. But more importantly, you're going to want to hear her personal story because I think it'll it'll really move you um, to want to get involved. Stay tuned uh, while we talk with Erin uh, about With Purpose and the fight for 5K and Fun Run that Bradley's going to be a part of after this on My Talk 107.1.